Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to It's the Elizabeth podcast. Um, I've known it's been, you know, I think two weeks or less, who knows, uh, since the last episode of the podcast. Um, because due to quarantine, um, I'm gonna uh, take my time with the episodes because, you know, I think every week is hard to come up with ideas. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what's going to happen. And um, I hope the quarantine ends soon. I hope, you know, science prevails and all that stuff. So yay. Um, my week has been amazing. Um, I did the howling at eight o'clock with my niece and all that. That was fun great i think we were the only people on our street to do it here in good old field landing and um i did my uh, zoom call with uh, some of the artists from the studio and um teacher nicole kita and uh the fabulous producer of our of the podcast uh rainbow rondi Hey, and so we did a Zoom call, and I did not know Zoom calls limit, uh, limited their time for talking. I thought it was just for whenever and whatever. So, but it ended when I was in a sentence. <laughs> it ended the call, and then they moved to Messenger. But my aunt came because it was her birthday, and so all that jazz and stuff. So, um. So, for this episode, I am going to give you a list of my favorite musicals, uh, movie musicals that you can watch uh, during this quarantine time, or if you like and want to check them out, you can freely do that. Um, These are just my opinion, so if there's a movie musical that you're like, um, excuse me, that is amazing, it's my list. (laughs) So you have your list and I have mine. So this is what I think. And if you agree with it, more power to you. All right. My number eight is The Greatest Showman. Um, the story to it is about, oh my gosh, it's about the guy like who invented circuses, but the story was in like incorrect it was not actually accurate so that kind of sucks well no it doesn't but you know they had to make it light and fluffy because they wanted people to go see it and it's a musical and apparently uh there's a lot wrong with it um case in point uh the real uh guy didn't let the freaks out He kept them in cages, apparently, and um, the opera chick that they kind of make like a will-they-won't-they couple in it actually never happened. (laughs) They never, like, kissed each other. So that was wrong, and I think there's, like, a whole bunch of other stuff, but the music to it is really good. Um, Zendaya is great. Um, Zac Efron 
is good. Um, I felt like sometimes in the movie they dubbed his singing voice because there were some points where it sounded like Zac Efron, like how he sings. And then there were parts where he said they, he sounded like a chain smoker when I saw it in theaters. So I asked Kenny if that, like, if he knows it, and he said no. And so that was just how it was for me. Um, my number seven is, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I blanked. Uh, I'll have to come back to number seven. Okay, number number six is, oh no, number seven, I remembered. Ha <laughs> um, ha. Easter Parade, starring the fabulous Judy Garland and the amazing dancing styles of Fred Astaire. Um, it is about um, total, like, romantic storyline. Um, the guy that Fred Astaire, the woman that he he's in love with, uh, doesn't want to be in the act and has been, you know, is going to break out on her own and forgets him. And then he tells a friend, like, hey, I can make the next girl come out and be the new version of her. It's that story and it's Judy Garland and... Um, it's amazing, and Fred Astaire is an amazing tap dancer, and is better than Gene Kelly. At me, bro. At me, bro. Because, um, apparently Gene Kelly was supposed to be in this, uh, Easter Parade, but, uh, he tore a muscle, so that's why we got good <laughs> acting and singing. <laughs> so there we go. Um, number six. Um, I didn't like it when I was younger, but now I do like it. Little Shop of Horror. Um, it stars Rick Moranis and um, Steve Martin's in it and John Candy. And it's about a plant that likes to eat people. You probably know the line, feed me Seymour and all that. So it's a, it's a, I like it now. It's good. It's, it's, it's wonderful. So watch it. Um, my number five is Grease, not the live version. Grease, the movie with Lavinia and John, John Travolta. Um, Grease is the word. Amazing. Great. Watch that. Don't watch Grease 2. Grease 2 could have been good, but it was, it, Grease 2 was a hot mess. Like, I'll get into that then. <laughs> because it's like, oh, we're going to do the same story, but we're going to make it her cousin. And then we're going to make the T-Birds really dumb. And then make it so a rule is that uh, Pink Ladies are only T-Bird property. Okay. And the best song <laughs> out of that the uh, movie for me is... Um, it's a calendar song and it is called I'll be your girl for all seasons. <laughs> so watch if you want to watch Grease 2. It's, if you like Grease 2, that's you. I prefer Grease the first. The gym dancing scene is amazing. And they had a fair. <laughs> and for their final day of school, which I'm like, how did they have the money in the budget? But hey. I think everyone in the world would have been okay if their school had a fair. 
Um, my number four pick, Judy Garland's A Star is Born. Far better than Lady Gaga, but if you like Lady Gaga's version or Barbara Streisand's version, that is you. I just prefer Judy's version and uh, she's amazing. The Man That Got Away is the first song in the saying and it's uh it's amazing and they didn't make like Judy go pop like they did Gaga and Gaga was doing some of the same moves she does when she's being Gaga so it would have been awesome if they kept her in the film of rock rock country or whatever genre Bradley Cooper's character was uh so that yeah but just watch the judy version Ugh. and then when you find out that warner brothers cut out a crap ton of stuff and that all that like film stuff those like deleted scenes are ruined they're gone forever and they're just stills that were taken from the photographer it makes me even love this movie even more because judy got screwed grace kelly beat her for the oscar she only won it because she was dating a prince and then was going to marry that prince. That's why she won it. She didn't win it out of talent. I wasn't even born then and I'm still bitter. <laughs> um, my number three choice is another Judy Garland. It is, um, it's a good movie. It's a, uh, it's beautifully done. The movie that I will tell you now before I told you. Uh, Meet Me in St. Louis. Meet Me in St. Louis is set in the early 1900s. Not particularly on the date. And it's about this family um, that have all daughters. And the oldest one is starly in love. And, you know, then they have, like, the two children, you know, the younger sisters who are, like, coming in their own and then you know Judy Garland meeting a boy and falling in love with said boy and just all this stuff and then the dad who's like a lawyer gets like a job offer in New York and they have to leave and then it's where Judy Garland sings have yourself a merry little Christmas for all you Christmas lovers out there and uh the trolley song and then the title song is Mimi and St. Louis. And it's, it's good. It's beautifully done. It was directed by Vincent Minnelli. I feel like, hey, that last name sounds familiar. Yeah, that's Liza Minnelli's father. Know it, learn it, love it. <laughs> Number two is Phantom of the Opera. Enough said. I was obsessed with this movie. Um, then it got me obsessed with the musical and all that stuff. So I watch it from time to time and I happily sing it and still think Christine should have gone with the Phantom. That's just my humbling opinion. Yes, I know he murdered, he murdered two, two people he murdered. Okay. He, he murdered two people, but he would have loved her for her. Rao would have loved her for a hot minute. And then when the kids came out, ugh, he would have left her. 
I think if Chrissy and the Phantom got together at the end of that movie, she had a kid, he would have been like, oh my god, I love you even more. That's just my opinion on that relationship. And the book is 20 times different from the show. <laughs> so, and my number one movie, which we all can... I think people who know me knows, know what my number one is. We'll say it together, all aloud, all at once. The Wizard of Oz. Yes. Best musical, best uh, everything. It's just amazing. And I don't need to say nothing. I can listen to the soundtrack and pinpoint in the soundtrack what's happening. You can ask Kenny. <laughs> you can ask my grandma. You can ask my brother. You can ask my aunt. And they will all tell you the same thing. I can pinpoint where it is. <laughs> so yeah, so that is my list. I can't think of any other... Oh my gosh, I've got Rocky Horror! Oh my gosh, I'm awful. Rocky Horror is a good one if you want something adult. <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh. yeah, so that's my list. I forgot to put Rocky Horror in there. I'm such an idiot. Ugh. I can't think. I thought I had written it. Uh. Yeah, me and numbers. I forgot one of my numbers in my list with Kenny. And that's what happens. So, this quarantine sucks, as we all know. But if you want to watch something that's super cool and awesome to not make this suck, and plus watching people make food, uh, watch Cooking with Craig and Matt on Facebook. Um, they live, uh, They live show the show um, every night. Or some nights. Um, they do it around like 7.30-ish. Um, I say turn on your notifications. So then when you know when they go live. And uh, you can give them questions. Uh, ask them what they're making. They use um, Home Chef. Which I did not know about. I, knew, I know about Blue Apron and that's it. <laughs> Those are like the only like food setting places. And so they do that, and plus they tell you what drinks they are drinking for the night. And they also um, have started a segment called uh, Snack, or Snack or Smack. Is it Snack or Smack? Oh, darn it. Uh, snack, or they don't like the snack. So um, they ask the viewers to give them a snack that they like to eat, and then they'll try it on uh the show so and that's cooking with matt and craig craig is ken's brother and he's a lovely person he has a cute dog named myra who he named after uh Catherine Harris character from Shit's creek watch that show get into the gig get into the gig on that one so it's cooking with matt and craig so go watch it. And um yeah, it's it's good. It's lost it's awesome. They're if I could message them through my phone and the recording saying, hey, I'm recording and talking about your guys' Facebook page, um <laughs> I would do it. But I can't. <laughs> and yeah, so it's it's good and it's awesome. And plus they always ask for people to send in questions and stuff so and people I don't think try to <laughs>
so yeah, so that's cooking with, again, cooking with Craig and Matt and all that stuff. And I just recently found out that our podcast is now on um, Apple devices. So if you have Apple and you're listening to us through Spotify, that's great. Um, I think that's our highest. Um, I was looking at like numbers and I think Spotify is our highest um, listening to that they show. I didn't look at any other, but we are now currently on Apple's, uh, podcast section. Just type in it's the Elizabeth podcast and you will see mine and uh, Ken's lovely faces. So subscribe to that. And also, um, also follow us on our Instagram page. Um, I try my best to update you guys as much as I can. It's, it's the Elizabeth podcast. Um, all one word. Uh, it's the Elizabeth Podcast 338 because they wouldn't let me put it without a number. <laughs> so, and I put one number and they were like, no, you need more. And I was like, are you kidding me? So that became the number and um, I'm following it. Uh, Ken's following it and Rondi is following. So if you're following us on Instagram, just go into our followings um, and follow it that way and all that so um I got my golden girls coloring book before I leave (laughs) and um it's amazing it's awesome it's everything I could hope and dreamed um I started coloring one page it's Sophia the woman of the show and my favorite golden girl then it goes to Rose Blanche then Dorothy so that's what I need to do and I have been playing, um, I gave up on it, now I'm back to it, uh, Fallout 76, um, something happened, I, it's live, so you go through your, um, internet and you're playing with a bunch of other people, and there were, there was this whole controversy when Fallout 76 came out, and, um, I don't think it was the live aspect, I think it was just a little, I think a little bit of it was the live aspect, of it um I think it mainly was you're not telling it's not your story you're playing it with other people and I think that was what the problem was because I because when I play Fallout 4 um it's my story I'm making my own story by deciding with like what faction whether it be the railroad which helps um escaped since since our robots and they help them like start their own lives or the Brotherhood of Steel, which are like army people who are trying to get the, te- the technology. So it, another nuclear war doesn't happen. And they're, they're just big. They're, they're, they're a bunch of buttheads. And uh, the Institute, um, they are a big corporation and they like to kidnap people and then, make the synthetic version of them and then send the synths up and pretend to be that person so then they can get info on what's going on above ground which is it's crazy it's very like crazy so um but I'm making my own story in that way and I feel like with Fallout 76 you're not making your own story it was like Bethesda that's the company that makes uh Fallout and Skyrim and I think other games too, but the, I think these are their two biggest 
uh, Fallout and Skyrim, um, was like, no, we're going to give you um, what your story is going to be. And at first there were no NPCs, which are like the little like people who walk around that you can like talk to in games or talk games that you can listen to. There wasn't that, there was just holotapes. So it kind of took away of that. And um, it just also like, it wasn't, it didn't feel fun, but I have a big problem with it. Like the, and then the, these are my problems with it. I don't know if you have someone who plays Fallout 76 or not, they can agree. So basically in the normal games, you can fast travel for free. Here, you have to pay with caps. Caps is the currency of the post-apocalyptic world now, after you come out of the vault, this currency. And you have to pay every time you fast travel, which is great. But, um, wonderful idea. But um, the farther you fast travel is the amount you have to pay. So if I'm fast traveling from my camp and I have to go somewhere lower in the map, it is 33 caps, which you think, oh, that's not that much money. Well, when you're not high up in numbers with your caps, which is me, (laughs) you get a little pissed (laughs) and annoyed because it's like, it doesn't make sense. The only places you can fast travel for free are your camp, which is your your settlement area and vault 76 which is what um your character when you play Vault 76 comes out out of and that just bothers me my biggest problem is there are um like super mutants which are like these like if the ninja turtles took a bunch of steroids <laughs> This is the best way I can describe to people who don't play. Um, they would look look like super mutants. And um, they have um, mole rats and a flying thing in this game. And then they have a death claw, which is like um, a version of a, like a T-Rex, but looks like the devil because it has horns and stuff. And um, they are all leveled. Now, I'm not good at games <laughs> until I play it, like, over and over and over again. Then I get real good. Um, this, there are levels. And it sucks because every time I would go into a building at, like, a level 5, I would get, like, level 46. And I'm not that good. <laughs> and I would start shooting. <laughs> Nothing would happen. And I would keep doing it, and then I I would get real, real angry, and I would die. <laughs> and it's something that happens that I just don't like, is the levels. So, like, if I'm level 5, 46. It's like, no, it should be, like, a level 4, 3, or 2, or even 1, and stuff. And it's just, that's just what bothers me. Or they should not have made any of the monsters a level except for the events that they have. They have these daily events that you can go and I think win free stuff and take part in. And um, those should be leveled. And I think they are because I've gotten like, um, like, oh, daily event for level 15s or whatever. It's like a level for you to go and try. And uh, (laughs) 
think that's where the monsters or the bad people that they use should be those high levels. That is me. Um, someone gave like a, um, a YouTuber that I follow who does Fallout lore and who has played Fallout 76, um, who did a whole live stream of Fallout 76. He's a YouTuber named Oxhorn and he gave like a really good um, answer to Fallout 76. Um, he gave it good, good points and then he gave it like not good. So it was like in the middle. So, and he does a bunch of Fallout lore and one of his lore videos for Fallout 76 was the veil of mystery. It was about, um, a woman who did, uh, a comic book character for the radio in the Fallout universe and when everything happened she became the character and she took in um she had a daughter but she took in all these orphan girls and they made the veil of mystery and she was the veil of mystery and it was that mission I was like oh I want to get it because it was such a good mission and I have gotten I had gotten I think two of the items I couldn't get the materials to make the sword <laughs> because <sighs> there were ferals who were 68 and I was a 25 and my guns were not high up in level and it just like I just I was I suck and then so yeah but yeah go check out Oxhorn he does a bunch of Fallout lore and he he does do other games He's currently doing um, Fallout 76, The Wasteland uh, DLC, where they brought NPCs back and a bunch of other stuff. And um, also he's playing Red Dead Redemption, which I play. Um, it's a great game. <laughs> um, it's by Rockstar. It's a good game. It's really good. It's good. Um, it's a little different from uh, Grand Theft Auto, so... It's, uh, the one thing I'm bummed about is, like, it's not completely like the Wild West. Um, uh, you have a morality, so if you get high honor, good things happen. So if you get high honor, everything in the game, like, food from guns go low. But if you get bad honor, I think it goes high, it stays high, so whatever. And it's so easy <laughs> to get wanted for a crime. So... <laughs> be involved when you're playing it and if you're wondering you'd be like hey can I go to the local saloon and sleep with the local prostitute no you can't <laughs> so you're like but I'm in the west it's like no it's the west with morals that's what I say but it's a good story that whole thing's amazing so play it and also another game to check out is Outer World that is amazing it's um it's it's in space. It's just uh, it's uh, it's amazing. So play. I'm addicted to it. So play. But um, back to Fallout seventy six. Um. So I was working my way, and then one day, um, when I was playing it, um, it messed up, and it said, "Do you want to move your camp?" And I went, "What?" So I moved my camp, and I thought everything was fine because I had um. A companion that I got 
And it wouldn't let me put it. It said, you can't have more than one companion. He was my only companion. And it freaked out and told me I had to move my camp. (laughs) So I was like, okay. So I did it. And then I went back to where he is. And so see if I can get him. Didn't talk to me. Didn't do anything at all. So I was like, oh, I'll start another mission. And then I did. And then when I got to put the something for the companion to come to, um, it was like, you can't have more than one companion. I was like, I don't have a companion. It glitched, freaked out, made me lose my camp spot, which I loved (laughs) and all that stuff. So I had to restart my entire game. (laughs) I had to delete it. I was high up. I was getting proud of myself. And then I had to restart, but I'm in a better area. And I like my area. I need to put a vending machine. I don't know. Will I make money from my vending machine? I don't know. If you play and you know, comment on um, our Instagram page. But yeah, that is Fallout 76. And that is my frustration with Fallout 76. Um, Yeah, what else? going on in my um yeah so that's it this is the show it's gonna be zany and weird it's quarantine get over it um again i cannot stress to people enough how important it is to be nice to a all the essential workers that are working during this crappy time in our lives right now um from the nurses to the doctors, um, to the people working at grocery stores, um, you don't need to be rude to them. They're doing the best they can. So if you go and there is not an item that you want or they don't have toilet paper, do not flip out on them. Don't, ber- don't be rude to them because they're doing the best they can for you. And they're trying to keep themselves safe for you so you can come to the grocery stores. And be there. So wear a mask. That's what we all need to do. I get real hot in mine. I went to Winco. My aunt made me an awesome mask. Thank you, Auntie Connie. And I got hot. My glasses fell. It It's a problem, but I got over it and I made it through. But what I've noticed is here in Humboldt County, I don't know if you're wherever you're listening... Uh, People just need to start wearing their mask here. Um, Apparently, it is going to become a rule where you have to wear a mask. Um, Your face needs to be covered. Um, You can wear it with a scarf. Um, You could... I don't know what you could make. Um, A scarf. um, A do-rag. I think even a towel. You could make a mask with it. Or if you're friend who has a sewing kit who's like hey I'll make you one and I'll drop it off on your front porch I'll do it wear a mask you you might feel like you look like ridiculous I feel like I felt like I looked like an idiot but that was just me and my grandma said I didn't and that's what makes my grandma cooler than everybody in the room but yeah so please wear a mask be nice to all the essential workers when you go into a store and um to all the people out there who are buying about 4,000 things of toilet paper, they have signs saying buy one. And don't be like, oh, this is for a friend. When everyone knows you have to social distance from your friends. 
So don't say that unless you're really buying for your grandmother and she's on the phone. Saying, oh, Jane, can you buy me toilet paper? Because if not, buy one. And then let other people get it. Or if you are buying two, um, and you see um, an older person or a mom with kids, um, give that person one. You know, be, be considerate. That's all I'm asking for. Wear a mask. Be considerate. Love one another. Um, let's get through this together. Um, please follow us um, on Instagram. Again, it's, it's the Elizabeth Podcast. Three, it's the Elizabeth Podcast, all one word together, with 338. <laughs> and you will see mine and Ken's beautiful face. Um, Kenny, I missed you. <laughs> If you hear this, uh, call me <laughs> at some point. And also um, follow the Clay, oh yeah, Canvas and Clay Instagram page and also on Facebook and follow our YouTube channel. Um, I think we might be posting videos. I am not a thousand and ten percent sure, but um, yeah. It's Mr. Studio 13. I hope that's right. And also, um, oh, also follow Cooking with Craig and Matt. They have been promoting my show, so I promoted their shows twice. I promoted them twice, two times. <laughs> I'm good. And so watch it. Everyone have a ice mocha, a white chocolate mocha over ice whenever this is over. And let's stay together, be positive. Be nice to essential workers.